Hey Buddha Nation, welcome to the Ecom Show, where we invite e-commerce entrepreneurs, marketers, and agencies to talk about e-commerce, the best strategies and tactics, and what to implement in your own e-com store. Before we jump into this episode, I ask you to subscribe to this podcast, and if you like it, make sure you share it with at least one friend. As you probably know, we don't run ads. Our growth is purely organic, so it would mean the world to me if you could support us. And now let's jump into the episode. Hey everyone, here is Daniel Budai with a brand new episode of our podcast, The Ecom Show. And today I'm here with Aaron and he's the founder of Bailey CBD. So this is uh, something new in the podcast and it's not easy to bring something new after 200, more than 250 episodes. So Aaron's company sells CBD products uh, to pets. And uh, I think CBD products are quite popular nowadays for uh, people, but for pets, probably less, but it's it's growing fast. So yeah, it's something very interesting. And I know Aaron joined this uh, niche a while ago, so it's not something new. He could see this trend uh, year, many years ago. So hey, Aaron, how are you today? Good to have you here. Hey, Daniel. Thanks for the intro. And yeah, it's great to connect and um, you know, to have, uh, interest in, from your, your podcast. So yeah, it's great to, uh, to have you, uh, joined with you here and I'd, you know, be more than happy to, you know, tell people more about what we do and how it interlate and it correlates with, you know, e-commerce and marketing, stuff like that. Amazing. So tell us more about your uh, business. When did you launch this and are you the only founder of the company? So I, uh, I have a business partner, Jay, and his pug is actually Bailey the pug, who's the namesake. Mm. And, uh, you know, if you look at any of our packaging, you'll see Bailey the pug on there. And as uh, and the name actually came from Bailey the pug, who's now 13 years old. And uh, this was back in 2016. So it's been over seven years in production. And, uh, you know, we're a small family owned company. We make products in house here in Costa Mesa, California. And, uh, you know, we've been pretty much a startup company since day one really uh we came into it from the ground up with you know a one small batch of product made at jay's kitchen with some you know 50 labels we got on online and put bailey's face as the emblem and um so it just started growing organically from pet owners that uh you know were finding relief for their pets and uh so jay actually had a strong can- can- medical cannabis background and um, I was, you know, very aware of cannabinoids. And once we started seeing the potential in this type of business and realized that nobody was really doing it at the time and the legality was very on the fence, uh, you know, we decided to partner up and, and you know, really solidify it, um, our brand in the space. And, you know, we wanted to be one of the top dogs in the space, but you don't, we didn't want to have to, uh, we saw the long, the, the need for the long game in this industry. You know, it's definitely not a get rich quick industry. Uh, there's a lot of people that saw it as like a potential green rush, um, especially even with medical cannabis and recreational cannabis. And we're in the industrial hemp space. So uh, for us, the the farm bill uh, passing in the United States in 2018 was a was a really big, uh, you know, that was a really big opening gate opening experience for us. There was a farm bill that had been passed in 2014 that helped us actually uh, get our first CBD, which was imported from uh the netherlands and it was federally excised and taxed 
import as an imported product. So at the time, that was like one of the most legal products on the market, and they do no non-GMO farming practices in in the UK uh, in the Europe and the Netherlands. So um, yeah, you know, it's been a it's been a journey. Uh, Partnered with a single source farm in 2018, Moon Mother Hemp Co. and uh, you know, so everything's really clean, small batch, made with the veterinarian. We partnered with the veterinarian in 2017, 18 as well, named Dr. Robert J. Silver, who's actually a, a renowned clinical vet. And, um, you know, not really having a budget to work with. It's just been a lot of grit. It's been a lot of hustle, reinvesting, growing the product line. You know, what started as one to two product lines, um, you know, now has gone to a point where we have, the, you know, a host of over 10 different CBD oil, pet specific oils, um, you know, a host of different chewables for solution ailments like calming, hip and joint, immunity, proactive wellness, things like that. And uh, we even have topicals like CBD pet shampoos, pollen nose bombs and pellets for horses. Um, and our company is actually in development uh, of doing meal topper powders, supplements for pets as well. So. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's taken a long time. It's been seven years now in the, in the industry. And, um, you know, with that, we've pretty much learned uh, very, we've, we've, we've gone through the school of hard knocks, you know, we've had to learn uh, the hard way and sometimes the easy way from other friends and co-founders and founders and, you know, people who work on e-commerce websites for other companies uh, we're definitely in a great entrepreneurial circle here in Southern California, which is, that's always good to have, you know, other entrepreneurs to lean on and have friendship and be able to, uh, you know, bounce ideas and bounce experiences off of. So, um, you know, it is, it, it's definitely something that has helped us, I guess, shape a lot of perspective and keep our heads high and, um, it, we also sell B2B like as a wholesale company. So mm-hmm. we used to sell to a lot of dispensaries early on. And, uh, you know, our sales channels have always been evolving. Uh, our early days, you know, we were able to sell to a lot of cannabis dispensaries here in California. And, uh, and then at a certain point, this proposition in 64 became active here in California, which made recreational cannabis legal. And uh, by doing this, it actually disavow it, it disavowed our products from being allowed inside of cannabis dispensaries um and there's a lot of gray area there but uh so you know we we organically always wanted to try to uh get into the e-commerce space we've you know we've tried every way in the world to uh to get into like we were thought amazon you know we can we could figure out a way to get on there they don't allow cbd products you know we had to uh, really learn the hard way that, you know, you can't advertise on Facebook or Google. And if you do, you gotta be, you know, you gotta be really, um, you know, kind of trans or not transparent about what it is. And, you know, you gotta build like custom landing pages and and you kind of, unless you have a Shopify plus store where you can, you know, build out multiple stores that are, you know, under the same, uh, like theme structure and then, you know, go in there and nitpick the copy. Um, you know, that, that's an expensive solution, which some of our competitors do. And that's how you're able to see some of these big, you know, hemp companies market on, you know, Google uh, for CPC placements uh, on the, or Google shopping, stuff like that um, is, you know, a lot of these companies will utilize third party um, like landing page builders to, 
mimic their website and drive customers to a two-click uh, you know, safety zone to their product or something like that. We've gone that route. We've spent you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars on Facebook, on Google, um, and you know, we were making sales through this process, but at the same time, we, we never got our ROAS back in mm-hmm. where really we cool process, right? With the landing yeah. page and after your website. Exactly. And, and because, because of that, your, you know, conversion rates, you're, you know, you're already fighting in this arena and then you have to get people to click three times to be able to purchase at you know, at minimum. Um, it, it, it becomes expensive and, um, you know, a lot of people on Facebook as well, uh, there's just different customer base and we, you know, we had to navigate all this and over the past two years, we put a strong effort into SEO. I mean, we put a, we were doing our best to learn the ways and like starting 2020, I would say, um, just from like, you know, site structure wise, um, and then just trying to figure out like, you know, what will help the website work best for organic growth. And that led uh, me into finding these webinars about like CRO and e-commerce marketing. And I must've sat in like, you know, a hundred different webinars throughout 2020, like 2019, 2020. And uh, 2020, uh, we kind of got to a position where uh, think actually because of COVID and like lockdowns and stuff, we were able to gain some access to some working capital, some like uh, small business working capital that actually helped us get a little more set up to, uh, you know, put some focus into SEO and then into paid ads and into CRO. So we joined this group in t- end of 2020, like early 2021. It's called Build, Grow, Scale. And uh, it's like a yeah, seven, yeah. seven figure mastermind e-commerce group. They're great. They have a Facebook group, uh, weekly calls uh, throughout the week for like everything from copywriting to traffic to, uh, you know, just uh, even like uh, technical support on the themes and things like that. They actually provide our store's theme and we have a custom dev team to actually now be able to custom dev our own features into our theme, which is really helpful and awesome. And um, so, yeah, over the past two years, two to three years now, it's been a lot of us uh, nitpicking the theme. Um, and we do a lot of white label as well. So we manufacture and private label for a couple of other uh, renowned pet companies out there. And so, you know, the white label stuff has helped us, you know, grow and, and, you know, carry some of that load of the overhead, uh, while we're able to put a little more effort into the e-commerce side. We've worked with an email agency now for, we were signed with them in like the beginning of 2020, it's called email composed. And, um, you know, they've, They've done really good with us. They, we've grown together to a point where uh, they've expanded to having, you know, like no account reps to now. I think they have like 10 account reps or something like that. So um, and then through that process, you know, we've gone through all the landing or all the the pop up um, builders out there. You know, I don't even remember what the name of the first one was we started uh, with. And then we went into like Optin Monster and now we're an Optin Monk. And, uh, you know, just we have an evolving tech stack. Uh, we're not on Shopify Plus, but you know we bring the heat with all these cutting-edge apps, Yapo, even like Trustpilot reviews, um, deep deep cuts like BirdEye third-party reviews as well, which consolidates, um, which gives another point of of reference for review requests for us. Uh, reviews and social proof is like one of the biggest uh, kind of sources of conversions for people in the pet CBD space. You know. They want to make sure that it's that if they're going to purchase something that's for their pet, it's from a renowned company that 
is you know transparent and actually has a vote of confidence from the pet owning community so um yeah we've we've been focused on our reviews uh i think by the end of this next month we should be at a thousand trust pilot reviews uh you know we have like i think over 200 google reviews um so it's a slowly but surely building machine uh we have a mobile app we launched in 2021 on tap cart so uh, we've been utilizing like push notifications, um, in-app experiences, stuff like that. Uh, just this past month, we we um, got something called a novel wallet pass, which is a really great source of uh, refer- referring traffic and uh, gaining people's confidence in the brand. Also allows us to send uh, separate push notifications. So, if, you know, we're doing our best to own our customer, get that zero party data, uh, we got an Octane AI pet quiz that, you know, helps pet owners find the best product for their pet. And, uh, you know, a lot, of, a lot of the personalization has been helping us increase our conversions, adding new product lines like calming, hip and joint, immunity, things that are very solution driven. Uh, that's been like, you know, pivotal for our success in the past three to four years. And um, just honestly, just keeping our our heads low and, and focused on quality assurance, making sure that we're ahead of the industry and, uh, and, you know, always auditing and reflecting on what's working, what's not working um, as a small team that, you know, the, a lot of the, the, I would say the continuity of the amount of work and diligence we put in is, is really what keeps us growing. And, and uh, we're a small, we're a very small team, but we definitely pump out, uh, you know, the image and a lot of the, the processes that a lot of bigger companies, uh, you know, have as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's quite a journey, you know, going through what we go through. Yeah, that's a great summary. Uh, Sorry, man, I definitely uh, took off right there and, and uh, covered a lot. Yeah, I mean, you did it, you did it great. Uh, it was almost 40 minutes, but you shared the whole story in the last almost 10 years, right? So that's, that's great. Uh, I would have a couple of questions. So um, I know your website and your backend. I took a look at it before this podcast and uh, you have many sign-up forms and different uh, lead magnets. I also really like that you utilize these, these different channels because as you said, you didn't find uh, ads profitable. So you have to find other ways to be in front of your uh, potential customers. <clears throat> and you have, of course, besides the website and the and email marketing, you do many other things as well like uh like the app and uh you all, you have all of these for example on the website you have a survey uh you have a pop-up installed uh i think you have a calculator on the site as well so ma- there are many different things to grab the attention of people and um, really just convert them to become an email subscriber and later a customer so yeah, I just wonder uh, how did you come up with those ideas? Uh, what kind of service to use and, and lead magnets? Also, do you put them into an email flow later on or, or what's the process uh, there with these lead magnets? Um, yeah, I mean, a lot, of, uh, a lot of it has come organically. I think uh, Octane AI was, is where we built our uh, pet quiz and we also do like post-purchase surveys there and we do a lot of our quiz build outs like we do you know quarterly customer happiness quizzes um for feedback so um we found them 
organically. I think just learning about like AI uh, apps in like 2020, um, I came across Octane AI and they were doing chat, like Facebook chatbots that were backed with like an AI at the time. And uh, they stopped. That's actually how we were doing our Facebook ads. So mm-hmm. with Octane AI, uh, we, we found them from, uh, you know, having a need to run or we wanted to run Facebook ads and we were testing it for a while. And, and uh, they had a way to keep the click inside of a Facebook messenger um, for, you know, multiple, multiple clicks to action until it gets to your website. So they were helping us figure out a way to, as a CBD company, promote our products a little more effectively. And, uh, it still was a tough one. Um, but through that, they, they became this really awesome, uh, quiz builder. And, uh, we've been with Octane AI some, I mean, it's been like three, almost four years now. Um, and we're always testing out the quiz with like, you know, new copies and stuff like that and different quizzes. So, um, and even like we use the tool called Alia, which they found us organically, um, as somebody who studies email marketing and is a student of the craft. Um, I was very interested in, because they actually got into my inbox from a northeastern.edu inbox or, uh, email. And, uh, this, the kid who founded the company is like a couple years younger than me. Uh, he graduated from Northeastern University and utilized his like, you know, DA 91 URL that's got all this, you know, that's got all this trust and authority to send these uh, like first party data list emails. And uh, we landed it. He, he, you know, had a voice that something in his emails caught on to me a couple of times. And um, and then after the fact, I was just like more impressed, you know, I was like, wow, like, you know, you guys are delivering a tool that's really cutting edge and helpful. This Aaliyah learn, uh, learn and earn kind of app. But at the same time, the guy that, that got to me, you know, used a very cutting edge email strategy that like was something that, you know, was just kind of, uh, I hadn't seen done before. So, um, I, I definitely see, I, I can definitely notice when somebody's in my inbox at a high level or, you know, somebody who's coming from like India with like some like broken English kind of, uh, you know, thing, or they don't have like a true URL. It's like a Google URL and they're soliciting like backlinks or something. So like, um, some of these companies, they land in our inbox and they just have very, uh, professional setups and value adding information or LinkedIn. I actually met our email, um, uh, our, our email agency founder through LinkedIn. And we had a meeting from LinkedIn on a Calendly, Calendly link. And then that's how we signed up with our email agency we've been with for like four years. And uh, so all these different sources and, you know, uh, we're always curious and we're always trying to learn. And uh, the more like we keep ourselves open and and the possibilities open, I feel like stuff comes to us organically. And um, we've been with this agency, The Hoth, since 2020 doing SEO. And uh, they do a lot of backlinking for us. They do. They were writing all of our blogs. And uh, just the past in November, we signed with a company called Ember Tribe, which is helping us write 100 blogs in a quarter. So we're actually about to be at that quarter point in a couple of weeks here. Yeah. And um, we're almost at 100 blogs posted in that point. And what's interesting is when we signed up with them, our organic traffic was like maybe five, 6,000. On SEMrush, it was maybe like pushing 2,000. Uh, you know, we were kind of hitting this hard point of resistance and organic growth. And then so funny over the past like two months, it's just been a, a really nice J curve upwards to when I checked it this morning, you know, we're like organically at 18,000 clicks in the past 30 days. 
um, which is probably like three times what we were at, you know, a quarter ago. Um, mm -hmm. So we're constantly indexing content and uh, using chat GPT as like a, a text validator to help um, with like, you know, also like table of contents, creating uh, containers in, in blogs with internal links to related articles and products. Um, so our internal linking's gone up. Uh, we've been doing a lot of backlinking. The Hoth, they just did like a, a December sale where they were doing a DA50 backlink for free with every $100 credit order. They'd normally charge like $500 for a DA backlink. So, you know, it was pretty much like a, a 20%. You're purchasing the backlink at a 20% of cost of val or, uh, face value. And so, you know, I was, took that as an opportunity to purchase, you know, 18 high, super high DA uh, backlinks, which helped us position ourselves on the first uh, five positions for like CBD for dogs, which is one of the biggest indexed keywords of search volumes for the pet CBD space. Um, and some of these other important keywords like CBD dog treats, you know, we're number two on the search position. So um, pushing with a lot of high quality backlinks, constantly indexing traffic's been driving a lot of fresh traffic to the website. Yeah. And then use when you have those tools like Octane AI pushing the quiz, or you have Optin Monk, you got Alia Learn collecting all this data on site. You know now that we push more traffic, if we're still pushing a 15 to 20 percent uh, conversion of you know them giving us their information, now we're able to collect more leads. And instead of paying a CPC of you know four dollars on Google or Facebook, we're able to invest more in our website and let the CPC come back to us organically. Hey Budai Nation, welcome to the Ecom Show. I ask you to subscribe to this podcast and if you like it, make sure you share it with at least one friend. As you probably know, we don't run ads. Our growth is purely organic, so it would mean the world to me if you could support us. And now let's jump into the episode. You need all of these good tech companies and agencies, especially when you cannot really spend on ads. And uh, you cannot even send SMS marketing, right? I, I think. Oh man, we were on a motive and we set up all these flows. It was beautiful. It looked like our Clavio backend where, you know, we just had every flow we could possibly think of covered like yeah. a quiz um, with SMS and uh, they kicked us off. Uh, they, we were in a CBD pilot program and then they, they cut off every one of their CBD companies. And it, a lot of it comes down to the carrier restrictions. There's yeah, very yeah. strict yeah. carrier restrictions. Yeah. So we use a platform called Volt SMS, which doesn't integrate with Shopify. Um, you know, every time I want to send an SMS message, I cannot uh, send it to a specific audience. You know, I can only send it to an all audience, or I would have to export a specific audience, import it in every time. And I've done that, and it does. It just takes so much time overhead. And mm -hmm. uh, also at that same time, we'll still end up having to get new phone numbers all the time because. You know, one day I could have a 95% deliverability rate on SMS. And then the next SMS message, it could be a 5% deliverability yeah. rate. So, and then we had to get a new phone number. So it's, it's a struggle. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, That's it. why having the novel pass and like push notifications, those are, you know, like we want to have those channels of, of touch points because, you know, SMS is for us a hard channel to stay reliable on. Yeah, yeah. Um, so those have been new cutting edge methods for us to, you know, have those new touch points. Yeah, I think push is very similar in nature because it goes to your mobile and uh, 
you know, uh, short type of messages and the cadence is somewhat similar to SMS. It's less than with email. So you can send three, four, maybe six per month to your subscribers. So it's very similar in nature with uh, SMS marketing. Um, I wanted to ask you about Tapcart because I know them well, but uh, my company, my agency, we never tried it with our clients. I'm just curious what ROI you could see there. Uh, I know you can create an app for your store. Um, I can see many big brands, you know, Walmart, Target, all of these companies, they have their apps, it works very well. But uh, I can see the point when you become a household name that people, they want to buy something and they immediately go to the app and buy from there. And for a smaller company like yours, I'm curious how Tapcart could be helpful. Sure. I mean, our retention on the app is, you know, 80 to 85 percent. Um, and we do get a strong user focus and engagement when people are on the app. So um, on the on it's all it's a numbers game at that point, getting people into uh, the app to download it. We have a little promo bar at the bottom of our mobile version of our website. So if you come mm -hmm. to our website on mobile version, um, you'll see a you know switch to the app. And then from that point, you're able to, to convert over to the app. But there's still another point of, of uh, you know, difficulty there because now they have to press allow for us to send them push notifications. And they only send push notifications to Apple users, not Android users. Yeah. Um, so it is a little more limited in that regard. But when we do have flash sales, you know, we, we brand the, the homepage of the app to be in alignment with our marketing calendar. Same thing with the homepage of the website and just having all of these touch points across, um, you know, we, during especially key sales, we have seen more ROI. I mean, day to day, we've gone to the point where we can like, you know, say we two, two to three, four X our ROI on the app every month, um, just on average. But, you know, we have had it for about two years and we're constantly promoting people to download it and uh, get an access and, um, it, it is a, an expense that we that we pay at the cost of being a household name um, for us. You know, we want to be the Heinz ketchup of pet CBD products, you know, something that for many years to come, you're going to know our brand. So it's one of those things that sets us up with a solid stepping stone for um, being a household brand and having, you know, just more trust and, in, in, you know, uh, catering to the user experience. But uh, I would say that the Novel wallet passes are on the cutting edge. They're really cheap. Uh, the company we use, Novel, um, they're, you know, partnered, like they use like liquid death as like their case study, um, and which is a really, you know, significant revenue company. Um, and I don't know, it's cutting edge. Not, not a lot of people have wallet passes unless you're going to like Ticketmaster and, you know, uh, or like purchasing tickets or something like that, or a lot of events use wallet passes. Um, some brands uh, are utilizing wallet passes through Shopify. Uh, like there's certain, like the shop app and stuff like that will have a wallet pass sometimes. Um, but yeah, uh, we found, or what they've found with Novel, which is very interesting is that like, you know, every, everyone's bogged down on SMS and then Tapcart, which is expensive, as a platform, I'm not gonna lie, it's not cheap, um, but you know, it does have a very high brand value. Uh, you know, people are becoming, it's harder to get people into Tapcart and it's its harder to get people's attention in SMS these days as it is, uh, just due to the fact that 
Oh man, sorry. Uh, just due to the fact that people are overloaded on SMS. If you go into your, like my SMS right now, there's probably 80 marketing messages that I haven't opened. Um, so I think yeah. so many people bombarded on SMS and uh, the, 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 you know, their wallets are like bright and open right now. So uh, it's a new concept and we're taking advantage of it and they don't have to opt in. They don't have to allow the push notifications by them uh, entering their email and and getting the wallet pass. They're already opted in for push notifications on Google or I'm sorry, on uh, Android or Apple devices. So, um, I mean, on the short term, I'm, I'm looking at novel passes as being something that's going to give us more opportunity in the long run. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just easier to get people involved. And people nowadays also are very concerned about adding another app to their phone. Yeah. You know, everyone wants them to download an app. Nobody's really asked them to download a wallet uh, pass or, you know, a lot of people aren't even yeah. aware of what wallet passes. So, you know, it's definitely one of these new things that um, is just going to help us keep being a little more cutting edge with like reaching our customers. Uh, I think I've read somewhere that it takes like an average of 17 times for someone to see your product or your brand before prior to conversion, just like from a, you know, high level um, conversion standpoint. So, you know, we're always trying to figure out new ways to touch point the customers, keep them engaged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Top card is really easy to build, though. I will say that, like, if you are going to have a mobile app, I mean, it really, unless you're going to custom dev it, which is going to cost a lot of money anyways, mm -hmm. uh, it's interesting that Tapcart's an, a SaaS program where you pay as you, it's a, you know, it's a platform as a service. So um, month to month, if you're in the enterprise plan, you know, for us, it's like $1,500 a month. And um, we have an account rep we link with and sync with every month or two. So um, yeah. not every brand needs that. It could be less expensive, but um, all these channels, I mean, are, are gateways to owning your customer. And, um, you know, for us being a brand that can't go out there and just buy our way through traffic, uh, we, we've got to, you know, nestle in what we can get, you know? Yeah, it's definitely worth it. Um, we got a question on LinkedIn, actually, from one of our viewers. <clears throat> He's asking, uh, Aaron, what made you sign with that agency? I think he asked this question when you talked about the SEO agency and the Amber tribe. By the way, I know that agency, I talked to their founder like six months ago. Nice. Um, so yeah, what, what made you sign with those companies? I've probably sat in with, you know, maybe 20 different SEO companies, everyone uh, that like Neil Patel all the way down. Um, really? You work with that agency too? Or one of well, I've, I've had I've had discovery phone calls with a lot of these agencies. And, you know, in these discovery calls, you always pick up on tidbits of, of what they're trying to portray as their value addition. Mm -hmm. And on all on the consensus I got on a lot of these phone calls with SEO companies was, A, we need to be indexing more content. Um, and then B, we need to have a cleaner site structure. So uh, yeah. like Neil Patel, his uh, account rep gave me a free SEO tool that showed me like the, the missing uh, title tags on images and missing title tags on links and different missing titles on H tags and different like structural things that are easy to overlook. And even most of our big competitors that are the biggest pet CBD companies that are in the game, uh -huh. almost every single one of their websites, if you go to their homepage, there's missing title tags everywhere. So, um, you know, like I pick up on tidbits of information from a lot of these companies. Amber Tribe, they, they had the best solution, honestly, for what it is we're looking for. I've tried writing blogs with ChatGPT. I've paid for blogs with the Hoth as an agency um, yeah. on a 3,000 word blog with the Hoth. You know, it could cost us upwards of $420 to, to do one blog. Mm -hmm. um, 
mind you that those blogs that we have done with 3000 words from the Hoth, which is, uh, you know, providing a lot of authority and, and ranking, uh, de demanding rankability because it's so yeah. long in length with us based pro writers. Like a lot of those blogs do rank for us really well, but that's not giving us the total boost. And what we realized that all of our competitors, they had more indexed pages than us. Um, you know, and the more indexed pages that we have, the more problems we're solving for our customer, the better, you know, we're going to have a chance to fight against them. So they gave us their proposition. I think it was on like an Instagram. I kept seeing it was like publish 12 years of content in, you know, three months or something like that. And I was yeah. like, you know, that's right up my alley. Like I, I've tried writing blogs on chat GPT. It's unreliable. It's time consuming. It's daunting. The hop's expensive. Like I'm like, I need to index pages and it's too expensive in the routes and too daunting to do on ChatGPT, So I needed a route. Their route was cost effective. Um, I really like the quality of what they're doing. I still do the manual overhead of um, putting it through a table of contents generator, the, the code or the copy that I get back. So we'll add in a table of contents and then I go to ChatGPT. I ask it to add link uh, titles to the anchor title tags on the, on the table of content. Um, you know, like so I'll ask ChatGPT to add title tags to all the images. Um, and, you know, like utilizing ChatGPT now with a professional agency, I'm able to be more effective. And for example, like I think we're uh, like on the top five positions right now for like Torby cat. So if you're just looking up like a cat breed, now you're able to find Bailey CBD and a, and a host of related articles and products about CBD. And then if we're able to convert 20% on an opt-in monk pop-up, even on the blogs, you know, that's just gaining our audience. And then we're the top two positions for CBD oil for cats. Actually, over the past week, our position jumped from 10 to the top two positions on CBD oil for cats. And oh, it's wow. funny because a lot of what I've been doing has mm -hmm. been cat nutrition blogs. And then I use ChatGPT to create a, a container box with a related article and an anchor uh, and a title tag uh, to, tied to the hyperlink so that um, like, we're constantly promoting our CBD oil for cats products in these cat CBD or not even cat CBD, like cat uh, nutrition blogs. So we've just been increasing internal linking like crazy um, with But then that's been giving us a lot of juice with a lot of our products and other related blogs. And Ember Tribe has given us the opportunity to hyper blast the amount of pages I can index in a certain amount of time that's cost effective. And, it, and in the long run, it made the best sense for us as far as the quality versus the cost. Yeah, <clears throat> thank you for breaking this down. And I would approach this from a bit different angle. You mentioned this uh, <clears throat> guy who reached out from the Northwestern University, right? Um, and how he presented himself. So for me as an agency owner, it was a big learning recently that uh, how you pre present yourself as an agency, it's super important. And I mean the quality of your content, uh, even your videos, uh, your website, all of that. I was in Atlanta at an event two weeks ago and there it was a topic. And why I overlooked this for many years? Because nobody really told me, you know, like I thought that what really matters at the end of the day is the numbers, like what numbers you make for your clients, which is kind of true. But, <clears throat> you know, when you start a conversation with a business owner for the first time, you show the case studies, but, you know, there is a lot of fake screenshots on the internet. Um, so it's not enough. But when you, uh, for example, you have a podcast uh, or you have a YouTube channel with solid videos. And actually, 
Now I'm working on setting up a solid studio, so the whole quality will be much better than now. And uh, just really having a new website that looks like a solid brand. And I think many e-commerce business owners, they will think that, okay, these guys, they really know what branding is because they also have a solid brand as an agency. And uh, it just builds much more trust. And I know Amber Tribe, by the way, I think they also have a solid website. That's what I remember. So they are definitely not that sketchy type of, you know. I, I also get a lot of cold emails every day. 90% they are junk. So, um, you know, not really agencies, just two people group up, group together and they become a company, you know, those kind of guys. So, yeah, that's just another angle uh, that I hope answered this question to this guy who asked this on LinkedIn. Um, I would say that that's such a that is such an overlooked factor, and yeah, a lot yeah. of those uh, or a lot of people look for volume too. Are they they're they're strictly volume driven? You know, if I send yeah. forty, if I touch forty thousand people, you know, maybe I can get four of them or something like that. So like they're really just shotgun blasting um, their way through. But the more you look back on the the trustworthy components. Um, honest, that, that's what I, that's like the first thing I look at for most things. Even when I saw your website, Budai Media, you know, I did go to your website and I did see that you guys were actually like, you know, you guys have that, that history of real work going on. You know, it's not just smoke and mirrors. Um, and when uh, it, it's, it's very easy to, to pass that off as an idea of like, you know, maybe that's something I'll work on down the line when it's, it's probably the most pivotal thing that people, when your or your potential customers are looking at, you know, yeah, that's that's why we spend money on BirdEye as like a product review widget. That's that's mm-hmm. a like we have it, it it solicits third party reviews for our third party reviews apps. You know, it's like we go layers into collecting reviews because there's that that social proof and have people having these real experiences is is pivotal for people to have that trust in you. You know, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Uh, Aaron, thank you for this conversation today. I think it was very insightful and <clears throat> your company is definitely not that, as you said, get, re- get rich quick shame or, you know, that, I don't know, dropshipping type of econ where you just scale ads and that's it. It's much more complex than that. And you've been doing this for seven years. So yeah, congrats on that journey. And uh, I wish you the best luck in the next few years and really become a household name and pet CBD. Um, and also thanks everyone who watched this live stream or will listen to the podcast. We will put the link of uh, Bailey CBD in the description so you can check out uh, this store. Also, I will put one more link into the description, which is from my agency. So we collected the top 100 emails that we created for our clients and we put them together into a document. You can also download this for free in the description. And uh, thanks again, everyone. Every week we come out with a new episode. Have a great day. Thanks, Daniel.